doon 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 was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hey, welcome back to the show, Dune Dudes. It's two dudes. I'm surprised you remembered the uh, the new theme song. Oh, I I remembered it all right. That was really good. Thanks. Um, do you have any any suggestions? Do you like that? Yeah, I do. No, I think it's it's perfect. It it just seems like it fits the times. You know, we've we've moved on and kind of. Uh, <laughs> It's, it feels like now we're actually, it's, it, this is Dune Dudes for the latter half of 2020. Yeah, that's fair. Plus, um, I mean, we're definitely going to be talking about this, but I feel like these last five chapters that we read in Dune Messiah that we're going to be talking about today, um, ugh, uh, they're different. Mm. They're different. Different. Different, and so you know, it's like having a di- right the different song. Maybe it matches like what's different about uh, what's what's happening in some ways. Not 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 that like there's like some weird <clears throat> two and a half men slash Seinfeld parallels or whatever, but but just more like something needs to to change to mark like Dune Messiah. Dune Messiah doesn't you know, necessarily feel like Dune too. It's it's kind of funny because uh, where whereas uh, Dune, you know the the book Dune, the original book, it's like yeah, kind of Dune. it's kind of all about you know like I mean you can argue that the two and a half men in Dune are uh, um, Leto, Gurney, Leto Gurney and Paul. Paul's the half man. and then uh, you can argue that and then in dune messiah you can argue as well we're arguing still um yeah please continue to argue that really like what's happened so far a whole lot of nothing what's a show about nothing wow nice yeah nice seinfeld yep the sitcom famous sitcom Uh, from the 19th yeah 90s yeah yeah that's funny right a whole lot of nothing and it's also kind of i mean i don't know if this is intentional or not because i mean obviously dune messiah is it was released long before seinfeld came out but to yeah. start each chapter off with paul doing stand-up it's just it's it, it seems a little out of place but yeah so the jokes I, are good. I was i was surprised that that's how they decided to switch up uh like the Irulan passages yeah, yeah. from the first book but i i think it yeah it works you know i i do feel in some ways that um uh emperor paul and like um stilgar working like under slash for him honestly does have some some strong jerry george vibes going on there oh yeah definitely i mean paul paul has definitely ascended into jerrydom and yeah, he is he's a i mean stillgar has been kind of stewing in his georgeness in this yeah. book yeah i mean he uh i 
it is I, I you got to think that the creators of Seinfeld have read this and took some sort of inspiration <laughs> away cuz cuz in the last There's chapter almost two, no way in, in the last chapter too it's so funny Stilgar was saying this is going to be the summer of Stilgar baby you know <laughs> <laughs> and he was, so that's just interesting <laughs> yeah um i don't know we got to uh ma- we we got to do more of a deep dive on this we do um, yeah there's something there hmm well, anyways, uh, yeah, so, Dune Dudes, uh, so we're your dudes, and, uh, we're talking about the chapters 5, or, uh, 6, 6 through 10, 6 through 10, it's early enough that I can actually say, like, I know, yeah, uh, I, I mean, numbers are in just, Dune Messiah, numbers Although are I guess just it's a, not a number, it, it is, and I guess it's not totally accurate, because again, the, the first two chapters of our last section is like kind of wishy-washy if, if we'd even count it as chapters, yeah. but uh, but at any rate, uh, for our counting, that's where we're at. Um, And we're almost halfway through the book. Yes! Oh my god, it's fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. I'm like, um, I, I, like... We, I mean, we've gone through this, I want to... I, I could finish this in one night if I wanted to. Yeah. You know, and I can't. I know. I have you been um frustrated that there is kind of a an, an artificial ceiling to your reading each week with this book? Um no, I don't know. I I just I think it's I think it's almost better. It's like it's it's forcing some restraint on me, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, I would I would devour it and I'd I'd love it and think about it for a couple of days, but then it would be over. Um, in this way, uh, I I get to live with it for a little bit longer than if I were just on my own reading it. And I have a I've there's a lot of other things that I've been reading, so I'm, I've been pretty content. But um, but yeah, if we weren't doing this, I would probably have finished this and Children of Dune by now. Yeah, man, uh, quite the speed demon, huh? I guess so. I don't know. No, it's cool. Once you pop, um, you can't stop. You can stop. I guess you can so. stop. You're being forced every week. You stop. Every week you pop, and, and every week you stop. Okay. <laughs> only from it's it's only because of the power of friendship. Yeah, that's it. It's the only thing. Friendship is the only thing that can stop a pop. I th- I think so. So otherwise, that pop is unstoppable. <laughs> Yeah, musings from Emperor Paul Muad'Dib. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so like right now, off the top of my head, I don't, I don't know what happened to these five chapters. Yeah, because you, you like, read them a I week ago, a week and a half ago. Yeah, all all, all at once. Yes. Yeah. A um, week and a half ago. It hasn't been a week and a half. A week ago. Sorry, a week ago. It feels. Yeah. Feels like thank long, you. It honestly, feels like longer. I've lived a lot of life. Well, since it, well, it, well, it hasn't been. It's been. It's been exactly one week. We spoke on last Wednesday, right? Yeah. We we're gonna do no, Tuesday, right. and we couldn't do it. And you, that, you were correct. okay. So Dune Messiah, we're doing Wednesdays right now. Okay, dude. So then, and then Children of Dune will be Thursdays. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I like Doomsday Tuesday, but it's yeah, you know, whatever. Um, all right. Well, I'll I'll uh, I'll refresh your memory. I gotta look a little myself. Um, there are there, there, there's moments that it covers I, a lot. It's 
it's a lot, and, and there's quite a few moments that popped out that I want to talk about, but just like I forget. Oh yeah, there's mo- there's moments you can't forget. Yeah, I mean, I did not think we'd be talking about incest. I have to tell you. Oh, I don't. <laughs> is that what is that what po- that popped out to me? Is all. Yeah, that say. was a pop out. So, that's a pop. I wanted to stop. That's a pop. That, that, that's right. That's exactly. That's a pop that needs to stop, for sure. Um. All right, man. Let's let's start. Let 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 us start at the beginning. <laughs> um, oh, we, we forgot our chant. We got to do our chant first. No, we didn't forget. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, wait, wait. So three times in a row, okay? We discussed that three felt like a lot. Okay, can we do two? We should just do one. I think two is a good compromise. You want one, I want three. We can do two. Let's try two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Arrakis. Arrakis. Dune. Dune. Desert planet. Desert planet. Arrakis. Dune. Dune. Desert planet. Desert planet. I can tell you're doing it. We have to do it one more time. We have to do it one more time. Yeah. No, there's a lag. I'm trying to follow. There's a lag on your end. See, it doesn't doesn't feel right with its two, does it? You're right. If you do it twice, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. So so we're going to do it three times now, okay? Shouldn't we just do to, it once? No, they've got to okay. be they, they've got to be um, successive. Okay? okay, all right. Maybe maybe we've maybe we've spent enough time on it, and we should move on. Well, and let's like next let's, episode let's, let's get it over with. Get it over with. Three, two, one. Arrakis. Arrakis. Dune. Dune. Desert planet. Desert planet. Arrakis. Arrakis. Dune. Dune. Desert planet. Desert planet. Arrakis. Arrakis. Dune. Dune. Desert planet. Desert planet. Now we're in the zone, baby. Yeah, it feels. It still feels. It just it feels right. Feels it just feels right. You're right. You're no, absolutely no, it right. It just feels weird. right. It just. It just feels. It feels like. It just feels like something that's meant to be. Just you know, just the perfect amount of uh, of incantation. All right. So this first this first chapter here. Uh, there's. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's like a council meeting. Aaliyah's around. Yeah. Uh, Aaliyah is around. And she's like a teenager now. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. She's like 16. Yeah. Maybe. I think something 15. like that. I think, I, think this, I think this is 15. 15? Yeah. Um, which I was thinking about that because so we know it's been 12 years. I guess that adds up. So what? Yeah, she was four at the end of Dune? There was the two-year time jump too, so so she would have been three. I think three at the end of the Dune, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah, this whole thing—it's really—it's a lot of like Irulan talking, and Chani's like, "No, I think you should have a baby." And, baby uh, drama. Yep. There's. Oh yeah, there's some baby drama. It's there it's, is some baby drama. You know, we're comparing this to Seinfeld. It's, sometimes it's more like General Hospital. What's that? Soap opera. Oh. Sometimes it's more like Days on of the Lives. The one on Adult Swim. What? Oh, what's that? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what a, a, a Rick and Morty uh, on, on, on the Adult Swim. <laughs> 
No, no. It's the only show you watch. Children's Hospital. Children's Hospital. Okay, I, I mean, I was under the impression that Rick yeah. and Morty was the only show you watched. Yes. Just I tip my fedora to you, good sir. <laughs> A tip of the cap to you, good sir. My lady. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, this... This chapter is pretty dialogue heavy, and it's been a little while since I read it too. Even though my readings, my readings really spaced out, so yeah. like I don't read it all at once. This chapter I read like a week ago too. Um, I mean, it, it's there probably is important information in here, um, and and some good character stuff, but. I don't remember super well. I, I think there's a lot of like foreboding. Pa- Paul's like still worried about his his visions, even though he doesn't say exactly what they are. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I'm not sure if exa- if that's exactly what uh in this moment, but it's like something worse than the jihad is on the horizon. Yeah, right. Um, but there is a way out. Which, uh, yeah, apparently. And it's it's a horrible sacrifice. Yes, horrible price must be paid. Which is it's, uh, it's looking more and more like you were right in in uh, in what that price would be. Chani's death. Yeah, I mean something involving Chani's death. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh well. Hey, uh, if we feel like there's something in this chapter we want to talk about, we'll go back to it. Um. There, there is something I was I was right about. Um, zombies. I was right yes, about the zombies. You were right. Well, you were right about the zombies. That there's that. Well, I mean, kind of. Well, okay. So last time we were we were talking, we were we were confused a little because yeah, the 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 face dancers plan. and the zombies are different things. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so we were like, "Isn't it? Isn't it weird that or the golas or gulas, right? Yeah, the face dancer. By the way, we've never talked about how to pronounce this fucking word. Every time I look at it, it's like Tlelaju. Yeah. How is it spelled again? T l e i l a x u. And I'm like Tlelaju sometimes. Play, and then to- I asked Tony. Play, Tony's like, maybe this t- the t is silent. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? What do you think? I just. I, I think I just. Um. I think of it as like tleoxu, tleoxu, or tleisu. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I this. I mean, this one I can't even like venture. It's weird. Yeah. Um. Anyways, right. So they're they're kind of related to the face dancers and the golas, right? Yep. And we were a little confused because Sightail took the form of Duncan Idaho and you were leaning a little bit more toward like, oh, like maybe that's what they meant. And I was like, I kind of think it's both. Yeah. That's what I, that's how I remember yeah, it. And you were and right. It, and it is both. Um, or, or so it seems. I mean, unless in the insane scenario where Sightail is posing as Duncan Idaho have we the Gola. The only issue there is that I think we we, we see Sightail in the same in oh, the, the duh, same scene that, that the, the new Duncan Idaho yeah. hate or whatever is introduced. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're totally right. Um that was that was that was me tripping over myself a little bit. Not that we You're couldn't get around right. that, but um 
Yeah. No, but, no, 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 no. I, I think that 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 kind of seals the deal, as yeah. it were. Um. Yeah. So that's that's what this next chapter is. It's uh, the the guild steersman Edric is brought into the fold, and he brings he brings the Gola hate as a gift. Um, I, I'm surprised about that. Like when I, when this, when this started, when we read these previous five chapters and it's like, Oh man, there's like this shapeshifter and they're making like this fake Duncan Idaho. I'm like, there's going to be like some serious infiltration. There's going to be like some serious dramatic irony where it's like, Oh my God, I, the audience member knows that the face dancer is posing as this person and that's yeah. not the yeah. real Duncan Idaho, but the characters like don't know it yet. None of that has happened. No, There's well, been... I, I for one, I'm happy that they didn't go the route where they they trick Paul into thinking that Duncan Idaho is still alive because that just seems like super yeah. far fetched. Um, and I don't think that Paul, with with his prescience, you know, would would he would buy that for a second. Um, yeah, so th- yeah, this, it's true. This I mean, way, it's been long enough. Yeah. This way, all they're doing is is preying on the the sentimental value or the sentimental attachment to who Duncan Idaho was, and that's proven to be working so far. I mean, even even after Hate tells Paul that that the reason he's there is is to destroy him, yeah, which he just he just comes out and says it right away because he's a mentat, right? Yeah, it's totally right. Logical, he's like, you should you should send me away. He's yeah, like, you should yeah. send me away. Yeah. Paul's like, nah. <laughs> I know, what the fuck? I got this. I got oh. this covered. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not totally sure what the thinking is there. I mean, clearly, it's a it's a display of Paul's arrogance for sure. Mm. That uh, he 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 feels very self assured. Definitely like he, thinking that he's one step ahead of his enemies. Yeah. Um, even as he knowingly springs their trap. Um, so it is interesting and I, I like that he's around, um, but it does, it, it does feel a little like, what are you doing? Like this, can't, can't this only end badly? I don't I know. know. Like, and it's, it's interesting too. Cause you, like you have to, um, understand that he knows that he is like walking through a minefield yeah like he's he's well aware that there are many people that are plotting against him so he's just kind of like playing the game i think he's just like kind of like i don't know it's it's an interesting strategy um i mean we'll see it's not the obvious way to to secure yourself from harm um and then also i would say like the only reason he's keeping hate the duncan idaho copy is because he doesn't want to offend the the navigator um but they get into a really fucking heated um art you know conversation they do they they like it they do it's 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 really tense yeah um before we get to that, I do, I get what you're saying about um not wanting to offend Edric, and 
I think it's really interesting that uh, that like at this in this universe at this point in their time, like like it's not it's not presented as uh, weird necessarily to give Duncan Idaho as a gift to Paul, yeah. like um, and so I, I kind of appreciate the strangeness of like uh, just. I don't know. Like, can, can you imagine just like coming up and being like, "Hey, here's like a perfect likeness of your dead family member." <laughs> they're not them, and like we all know that, and they're not even going to act like they are. They're nope. not. But like, here you go. Like, yeah. this is your gift. Like, do you want that? Would you want that? Like, it's like it's like giving your it's it's like giving somebody a uh, uh, like a stuffed dog. That like was their dog, but now has like the money <laughs> right. or something. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's I think uh actually a great way to put it, as as strange as it is, because it's it's just so fucking weird in and of itself. Yeah. Like and um I think it's just another instance of like if if this shit happened in Dune, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Like I feel like Frank Herbert really pushed himself like like he like he had these ideas in his back pocket and he's like all right like let's get weird with it you know like yeah. uh which is kind of, it's crazy that you know he's saving the weirdness for kind of the the sequel that's like a third of the size of the the main book it's just, it's kind of a testament to how many ideas that he had um to start with and you know i i feel like he could only fit so many in 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 dune itself um yeah i'm mean, if if he really had all of these ideas while making dune it's a testament to his restraint that it's yeah for for as big as dune is it feels like laser cut into just containing the the pieces that are important or that like believably flesh out the universe and all this shit would have been just like weighing it down you know and so um it's cool to see it expanded here, but I have to say it's it's still a little jarring for me. I still mm-hmm. think it's it's weird as a reader too because it's it. I mean, pre- pretty damn different. It is, yeah, yeah, it is different. I I like it a lot. I, I um I like the weird shit. Um, I'm I'm happy that I know I was, you do. <laughs> I'm happy that I was reserved until now because they've you know they've sucked us in at this point. And uh, so I think it's, it's yeah. that's kind of one of the great um, joys so far of this book is kind of um, making little discoveries about this universe that we were not aware of in the first place. Yeah. And I mean, so far, in my opinion, I feel like nothing that we've discovered that's new in Dune Messiah is like doesn't you know seems like it does not belong in the universe like it 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 feels like it's it's kind of i mean it's a stretch but it's like a real stretch it's like a real stretch like it it's like it it seems like it's it's it seems like it's meant to exist in in the dune universe um yeah yeah i buy it and, and like none of it was like was essential knowledge to the to the previous story so i kind of understand um why they didn't dole all, all of it out and so i mean it's it's just, it's kind of a 
I don't know. I think it's fun. Yeah, it is. It is. I, it is. And I, it's crazy. Like I can only imagine how much, like I'm primed for it to get weirder. Like these next four books, I can't even imagine what they're going to be at this point. So uh, yeah, I know it's, it's strange to take this next step. Um, there's two more things I want to mention about this Gola chapter. One is, um, <clears throat> it kind of also is furthering this plot point where it's like Stilgar is, I don't know, maybe become too, too influenced by like his own superstitions that yeah. like his, his logic or his intelligence or like his, his ability as a leader is, um, being, being, uh, tampered with or, or is being made worse because he's like just, just so infatuated and focused on all the, all these, uh, like myths and superstitions and legends and, and shit. Um, and then also it ends with Aaliyah having watched the whole meeting take place through the spy hole. Um, I mean, let's just say there's something going on in her spy hole as well. Oh, no. Can I say that? Oh, you can say that. Okay, because I, because I did. You did, yeah. It just there's felt no take, like, there's uh, no takesy backsies. It just felt like the right transition I mean, it is and, true. I, and i went for it it is true i mean we gotta just think of you know her age obviously yeah that's a yes a very interesting time for youths um yes, yes a lot yeah. of changes a lot of changes yeah i mean especially she has like the mind of like a million grandmothers inside yeah, of her yeah too so so she kind of has like a, a very strange um and we know how horny grandmothers are <laughs> like <laughs> you can't underestimate that <laughs> yeah that's a great point connor <laughs> thank you uh yeah so she's um she she finds herself drawn to this zombie <laughs> too she yeah she she is attracted to uh the gola of duncan idaho um i at this point already i mean we're, we're gonna talk about what's coming up next but like even even this bit at the end of this chapter, I didn't feel like fully prepared for. I was like, "Oh, okay, so like, like we're gonna go there. Like that's that's gonna be part yeah. of like um, what Aaliyah's exploring now. Like that's <laughs> that's what we're gonna take on now that she's an older character. Mm-hmm. You know, still a child, which is important to know. Yes, but like, yeah. but of course, in the context of uh, of this of this story and and her role, like." you know um and her genes which is so important to the Bene Gesserit too uh there's there's a lot on the table there is a and lot it's a little there. weird it it's almost weird that sh- that she even has the same kind of attraction impulses that regular people do with with 
all yeah. of her special gifts and uh you know her 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 weirding ways yeah um i'd say so too the book does make a point to open with um saying that like you know even with all of their powers like they are still human you yeah. know and this and that so i i think it like primes you for that um and of course she's kind of just uh like paul sort of sets that precedent as well so i but I know what you mean, because she does seem sort of removed from, I don't know, like, it seems I mean, she's, like it, she's it would even be less human her. than Paul, I think. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I, I mean, we I'd all know so Paul too. is a horny motherfucker, but. Yeah. Uh, his sister, I, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's true. It's Who true. Thought? <clears throat> For a um, zombie, nonetheless. Yeah. I know. Um, well, we'll get to that. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be more to talk about that in the future of this book, too, which will be... I mean, really, even in even in these chapters? like Yeah, no, I know, I know, done. I know. But, um, oh, okay, and then I guess lastly, Paul mentions to Edric, he's like, by the way, I know Reverend Mother Helen Gaius... Moheim, Moheim uh, is on the ship, and we, it, like, you know, she imprisoned her, and uh, now we're going to talk later. All right, let's get to this third chapter. Um, it starts with Irulan talking with, with the Reverend Mother. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that's, that's the entirety of the the chapter i'm pretty sure it's them yeah it's them talking um i just want to get this out of the way because we, we should talk about what they're talking about but i'm going to talk about how they're talking because frank herbert loves to do this shit <clears throat> and i still can't buy it <laughs> all right like they're having full conversations it's not sign language it doesn't it, nowhere in it is it, it's because it's not supposed to be a clear language you know like it's not supposed to be obvious. It's like this no, it's, secret yeah. hand language mm-hmm. that they are using. Um, and like, again, like if it were like something really simple, um, that's fine. But, but they're having like very, very specific conversations. Like that you would have to be fluent in this as if it were another language in order to even fucking know what they're talking about. So like, it's very involved. Not only that, you have to be talking about bullshit the whole time over it. So, like, you need to be talking, and then, like, if I were scratching my head like I'm doing right now, this is supposed to mean, like, oh, uh, by the way, I need you to meet me in 12 minutes at a cell block C. <laughs> I, I, you know, and I'm just, like, scratching my ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know what, Frank Herbert? I, I don't care about zombies or face dancers or 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 incest for that matter oh god i care about incest i i care about it in the sense that's that you a great quote <laughs> <laughs> i care about incest <laughs> Connor Kelly. 2020. I, I care i care about it in the sense that i i, I it should not happen <laughs> I, I I I care whether or not it is happening. We're gonna edit this part out. And just, we'll just end on the the original quote. 
<laughs> Great. Um, but I, but, but like, what the fuck is it with, with all these languages? So, like, yeah. how... Obviously, it's a thing in okay. this universe. I know you don't want to harp on it. You don't want to oh, harp no, on it. No, no, it's fine. We, it. can harp, we, can, we can harp on it, but it's a thing in this in, in this universe, and at the very least, it's consistent. It's just a reality. Sure, I guess. It's, it's just a reality that in this universe they have these languages that are so beyond our comprehension or capability, which I mean, isn't like totally out of the realm of possibility, and you know millions of years in the future so i mean after you know and it is probably they did take you know go there was a lot of schooling for this kind of um yeah right I, right it's, it's not just anyone you you gotta be a b'nai gezer yeah. like i i i guess i get that i get that um all right I'm with it. I just, I feel like I just had every, I swear, no matter how, how long we read Dune, if there's ever something like that, if you read that, you can think to yourself, oh, fuck, Connor's going to have to fucking bring that up again because I will every time. I knew every time. Yeah, I I know. Anyways, um, the Reverend Mother, she's like kind of mad at Irulan. She thinks she's dumb. Uh... I guess Chani's on like this new diet where she can't <laughs> yeah, she take is. the contraception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's a huge like. Why didn't we know that earlier? Uh, I like. So now she can get pregnant. So now this. So so now it's like. Which one of them is gonna have the baby? There's yeah. gonna, there's gonna be a baby. There's there's gotta be a baby. It's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Hey, what's the Someone's... what's what's the next what's the next book called, dude? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And then, and then, what does what does the Reverend Mother suggest? Um, you know it. Come on, what does she suggest? Does <laughs> there's now three possibilities of who of who can carry Paul's child? Oh right, oh right. We're gonna talk about the incest now. Yes. This is okay. Good. I I was getting it so ahead of myself. The before whole time, we get into that, I, I forgot it, when it actually happened. Before we get into that, I'm gonna get another drink and uh, you just you you mentally prepare yourself. Okay. All right. One second. And we're back. And we're back. All right. Um. Okay. So three possibilities. Before we get to the big one, let's just talk about the other two quick then. Yes. Um, Irulan, his is that what his wife, but not his lover, right? Um, but is that who you were counting as one of the three possibilities? No, the Reverend Mother Helen. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, she's she's Funny. one of the three for sure. Okay. Um, and then right, Chani. And then they're they're saying like, oh, so either we'd have to like kill the baby or just kill Chani. She's like, just kill Chani. Yeah. Uh, that'll be that'll be simplest. Just kill her. Um. Okay. And then uh, hold on. Let me see if there's anything else I want to talk about in this chapter because it just feels like uh, there's going to be nothing else once we start this. Um. I mean, <laughs> I I guess I was just kind of like a little. A little confused she kind of she mentions um 
I, I feel, okay, so, like, this is, this is what the Reverend Mother says with her fingers, by the way. Um, <laughs> the greatest peril was that House Atreides should secure itself with an imperial line. The Sisterhood could not take such a risk. This went far beyond the danger to the Atreides' genetic pattern. Let Paul anchor his family to the throne, and the sisterhood could look forward to centuries of disruption for its programs. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm confused about, because that sounds like uh, like it's going beyond just like just like it's saying, like, oh no, we're not just worried about the genetics. Like, we don't want Paul to just have the right baby. Like, it almost makes it sound bad if Paul has a baby at all, even though that's what they want. Like, it's they want Paul to have a baby with the right person. So they can make the right baby and preserve his genes. But that that line to me makes it sound like they don't want Paul to be emperor at all. And him having a baby is also problematic to I what mean, the Bene Gesserit want. I think that, I mean, really what they... What they're left with right now are, like, not ideal choices. Yeah. So... Like we have Paul, he he obviously is um, this very powerful emperor who, uh, you know, people know and fear throughout the universe and whatever. Um, and obviously, he can he can live and rule for for a long time. He's still very young, and he can you know have his offspring and and teach them in the ways of of uh, Muad'Dib. Um, or they can they can kind of um, put together a plan and 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 you know have him just be a pawn in in, in making the baby they want him to make, um, and then kill him off and kind of mold this child into uh, uh, kind mm. of their own their own weapon. That's a good way to put it. Thank you for clearing that up for me that, no, I mean, that i'm not sure if that's the that's no no the scenario, no but, it, it, but that's what it seems like to me it i mean regardless of if it is or isn't i i think it it just makes uh makes what i have read thus far feel that much more uh i don't know clear i'll just mm. say clear again because to me, I was kind of hung up on that. I was like, what? I don't know. It seems weird. But I, yeah. that, that could be a, a possible uh, reason for why they might say that. So I, I, I appreciate your insight. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Aaliyah. All right. Mm-hmm. Aaliyah. That's the third option. That's the third option. Paul's Aaliyah. sister. His little sister. And the Reverend Mother is like, yeah, just, just yeah. like... Just like put like, um, just, just like you know, orchestrate s- situations where they'd be in the room in in, in the same room together alone. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just like make like make sure they spend a lot of like quality time together. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and it's also important. It's also tied into they're kind of killing two birds with one stone. In a way, because uh, it's also tied up in the Chani assassination. Yes. Because if they kill Chani, he can't have a baby with her. And then Aaliyah will be there to come for him. Problem. And the Reverend Mother also says that uh, 
Yes. Yeah. She says something like, "Oh, uh, grief, grief dissolves boundaries that would otherwise, uh, yes. you know, stay oh strong, or like something weird That's like so that." Bizarre. Like she thinks Paul is gonna be so fucking sad that uh, he's gonna fuck his sister. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, the other part of that is is you know, she says that you know, Aaliyah is the only one that understands Paul because yes. of their prescience and and their powers, which is true. Like that is true. But yes. Yes. But will that be enough? Will the boundaries break enough for that to happen? Is is incest as much of a taboo in the Dune universe as it is in our universe? I don't know. I... It seems it seems like it is. It seems like it, it at the very least is a taboo. But yeah. is it a like uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's... Is it a horrible taboo? Is, it a horrible like, is there, taboo a, t- like is there is a taboo spectrum? Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, very taboo to just a little taboo. So I'm not sure because because if it's not as taboo, then it might just be like not a huge deal, but a, a big deal, but, like, yeah, not, but I mean, not like a, not like an insanely huge deal. Right. I mean, I'd have to say if before I started reading this book, you would ask me what are the odds that Paul and Aaliyah would have sex. Yeah. I would have said zero. And now I don't think those odds are very high, um, but they are not zero. And then I mean um, what what does the Reverend Mother so, think that she would what does she think that she would get out of that child? That would be a, a monster. Yeah. Like like the absolute most like fucked up kind of psychic god that yeah two two humans could produce i think like that that's that's an insane thought yeah yeah it is i mean especially considering that the reverend mother previously and probably still does think of Aaliyah as like an abomination yeah you know um i mean i get that i think in this case like the reverend mother <clears throat> is kind of like putting aside her her personal feelings towards Aaliyah and is really just thinking of her as a soup to utilize her mm. genes for like you know to make their own space god. Yeah. So like, um, I get it that to her she's nothing but a a a, a flesh bucket, simply an incubator, you know, for Paul's genes, um, and to utilize her own crazy prophetic genes um but yeah i, I think you're right too, to to question or or at least to be like you know should she be wary of this you know and and i guess she probably is um she seems to think that she's going to die on dune from her own visions mm-hmm. and everyone's playing tarot cards you got yes. these dune tarot cards out of yeah. nowhere um not really important, but this chapter kind of focuses on it, so I, I just wanted to throw that out there. Dune brand but, tarot cards. Yeah, I mean those that must be like real life merch since it's mentioned in this book. There, ha- right? there has to be. We should get. We should. We should get that. I do feel like there has to be. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. I don't know. Anything else you want to mention here before we move on? I mean, I. I don't know. No, I mean, it's not a surprise coming from the reverend mother she's just a she is a fucked up character so i mean i i i, I just want her to die i think yeah. i hope she dies on dune 
Yeah, I, I think she will. I think she will. I think that her, her vision is correct. And I think it's just priming us for her death in this book, I yeah. believe. But hey, we'll see. I mean... We will. Um, I mean, chapter, there, there is the fourth option that, that she carries Paul's child. Yes, and then dies in childbirth, yes. fulfilling her own prophecy. So That's... Don't don't uh don't take that out of the uh the equation. <laughs> the equation, yeah. Um So anyways, the uh the following chapter, I mean we're still we're still gonna talk about the Paul Leah thing because it's um uh, expanded upon a bit yes. here. <clears throat> uh but it starts off with Aaliyah and she's feeling um Feelings of uh, adolescent sexual frustration. Um, We've all been there, folks. About she's she's thinking about uh, hate. Mm-hmm. Duncan, Idaho, um, and in order to shake these feelings, she decides that she's going to. Uh, spar with this training robot automaton and she's like crazy awesome and gets it all the way up to 11 lights um which is like a big deal and you're never supposed to even go past seven well wait 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 a second though there's an important detail that we're missing from this she was bathing she was she bathing, was bathing first so she's naked when she's doing the training session Yes, yes, and that, so, that is very important. So then, that that, uh, that makes it this next this next part very awkward. Yeah, because Paul stops the the training bot and gazes upon her form, <laughs> her nude form. Uh, yes, with his male gaze. Yes, uh, it's a very male gaze. He has. Laid upon her. Um, and Stilgar is there too. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank God. Or, I, I mean, know. Who, who knows what would have happened if Stilgar wasn't there? I don't know there. if Paul could have controlled himself. I don't know either. I, <laughs> there's like clearly. I mean, like at first, the previous chapter when I read that and like the, the, the Gaius, Helen, whoever the fuck. She's like, oh, yeah, um, by the way, let's try and get them to uh, do it. I'm like, okay, good luck. And then the very next chapter, it's like, nah, um, actually, there's something it there. Might not, there could be something it there. It might not be as tough as previously thought. Um, man. <sighs> um. Yeah, I mean, and everyone recognizes it. Stilgar literally vocalizes this thought. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, I did not become leader of my Sayach by by not seeing what draws a man and woman together. And I'm like, ah, yeah. okay. And then, and then that, then, I mean, then they come to the, or he comes to this. He's like, we need to find her a man, or like this is gonna happen. Yes, <laughs> we, we need yes. to find her a guy, right. or you're gonna you're gonna bone your sister, and that's not good. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, God. Oh, God. 
Thank God for Stilgar, Jesus. Stilgy. Yeah, old Stilgy. Um, yeah, and I mean, it's so awkward, too, because obviously with um, Aaliyah and Paul's, you know, crazy powers of minutia perception, I mean, like, they both know. I mean, like, they both, they were like, oh, okay, like, yeah, it's like that. Well, they know? have to like, know, and they're, de- they're denying it, because Aaliyah says, too, that there's, like, this mystery man in her head. This guy that that she is going to be like, there's a there's a passage there where she's like, I can see his form or whatever, but like she doesn't know who it is, which I think she kind of does know who it is, but but maybe doesn't want to admit it. In that in that you think that she thinks it could be Paul. I think yeah. I mean, I would be very surprised if she didn't think like. If that possibility did not cross her mind at all, I, I, I'd, I'd be surprised, given her yeah. her gifts. Um, yeah, it's very icky. It, this is a very icky uh, plot point. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see how this progresses. Yeah, but right now it's it's it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll. We we definitely will see. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Oh, I, I want to mention one more thing before going forward. It's only jumping backward very quick. When the Reverend Mother's talking with Irulan, she mentions something about Jessica. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, do you think Jessica would help? And Irulan's like, Jessica doesn't want anything to do with this shit. Jessica yeah. fucking hates our B'nai Gesserit guts. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Um... And, and, and then the Reverend Mother says that she's her greatest disappointment. Yes. Yep. Um, so I kind of hoped that um, that's priming us to get Jessica back into the fold, too. Hasn't happened in these chapters yet. Um, but I feel like with everything going on, it's not like... It's not like it's um, necessarily felt like she should be there. Like, there's so much going on with Paul. Like, it, there's already enough. You know what I mean? Uh, well, now I know. But, is, well, now it's it's clear to me what's going to happen is she's she's gonna because she's or she's chilling on Caladan right now. Yeah, she, she she's back home, living the sweet life. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um. She's gonna come to visit her kids and walk in on them fucking. <laughs> how how else could it happen? How wow. else could it go to Chani's gonna die? She's gonna oh my God. she's gonna fly to Arrakis for the funeral. Oh my for the God. ceremony, and then she's gonna walk in on her kids having sex. Wow. I mean this this Doom Messiah is a very different beast. It let is me tell absolutely. You. <laughs> absolutely. Oh God. Although I okay, I mean, like I get that you're joking, or maybe half joking, half joking. I guess I don't even know. It could be a scene, right? It, but it very it, well it, could be a scene. It does make me think. I wonder if if Jessica will like get her own uh, 
like visions or like if she'll if she'll like sense or like knows or realize something is going on between her children and be like yeah. i gotta like step in yeah um <laughs> that could happen too i don't know anyways um i just wanted to bring that up because i remember seeing your name and being like oh yeah jessica like my favorite character from the last book uh yeah her, her absence is is a little conspicuous i do hope she, I, I i hope she uh she makes her way back into the fold. Yes. No. I'm sure that she will. Um, okay. So, yeah. There's, um... There's that whole thing. And, okay. Fourth chapter... This is where we get to Edric and Paul talking, uh, or wait, no, I guess that's the last, that's the last one. Yeah. Uh, I got a little ahead of myself. Okay. Um, we are, let me see. Okay, yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, we're discussing the last chapter. Here we go. Um, this is where Edric and Paul meet. Yes. Okay. Face and face. It, it sounded like you, you had a... <laughs> yeah. Face to fish face. Mm -hmm. um, it, it sounded like you... As as maybe the the latest chapter that you read, maybe you have a, a better memory of this. Do you want to start us off, or is there anything about this chapter that you you want to you focus um, on to start? I don't know. I think um, like Paul just sees through Edric's bullshit right away, and, and you know he 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 knows that he's here for ulterior motives, and um, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's it's a great policy because I mean they they barely even really get through niceties and then and Paul kind of just calls him on his crap and uh Edric gets very flustered and um, yeah kind of falls over himself kind of trying to explain his reasoning um and it ends on a very bad no yeah um totally true and I, I like what you're saying about Paul kind of just like right away not not really like giving any ground to Edric um but I think what does shift a little is Edric starts very nervous, but he has a lot to say. Yeah, he's still he's still bold, um, and doesn't really pull any punches either, despite his nervousness. He's, he's yeah, that's that's true. I think he's he comes off more as like a politician where he just kind of um, lies through his teeth or kind of just kind of. Uh, or says a bunch of shit without saying nothing. That, that, yeah, he he uses a lot of words without really saying anything. Yeah, that's fair. But he Paul kind of discerns that um, he gets the feeling that Edric isn't really talking to Paul mm -hmm. in a way, and that Edric is actually actually gearing his words towards the other people in the 
attendance hall, like Stilgar he, yeah, and Paul's guards. That's exactly it. Yeah, he's he's trying to alter their perception of Paul. Yeah. Um, right, and to kind of make them see through. I guess the the illusion of of Paul's like divinity yeah. and power, you know, that, that the Fremen view him as this God. And so, uh, Edric too posits like, Oh, are, are you not conspiring? Edric uses the word conspiring. Like you're conspiring to make yourself a God. Obviously a little funny because Edric is involved in something that has been thus far only referred to as the conspiracy. It's <laughs> uh, true to, yeah. to try and take down Paul. Um, yeah, and Paul realizes what he's doing and kind of says, well, fuck it, whatever. Like, <laughs> let it happen. Yeah, yeah, right. Stilgar's like, you want me to put a stop to this boss? And uh, Paul Paul just lets it ride. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, it's... I don't know. That seems to be, like, his only defense against, like, what he knows is happening. He He, he does... He's got a habit of surrendering to these things, which is what do you mean, um, or or like like letting obvious traps play out? Yeah, well, I mean, just like surrendering to the fate of the jihad and kind of, I mean, so along that, in the, then then yeah, like not kind of putting up a fight here. I think that means to me, eventually he will end up surrendering to this bad decision he'll have to make. To get out of uh, yeah. what he sees happening in his future, uh, which will be really very interesting, and maybe maybe letting um, his men view him in a different light kind of plays into his hands in in his kind of um, attempt to kind of get out of this godlike uh, status and all the baggage that brings. Yeah, I see what you mean. And I, I think so, too. Right, that, like, Paul will probably end up making this horrible decision that he, he doesn't want to make. Um, but, right, instead of, like, fighting for an alternative, or, like, he spends all this time fighting for an alternative or or, or fighting against it, only to ultimately do it in the end. Yeah, I mean, um, and... There's not a lot of fighting that goes on. Even he just thinks about it a lot. He's he's, you know. Yeah, I mean, true. He 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 seems to be. Um, hey, boy, I mean, do I know what that feels like? Yes, yeah. Don't we all? We've been, we've we've all been there. But um, his prescience seems to be like it's it's not causing as much internal strife these days as maybe it was in in the uh, the first book. But um, it's definitely an ongoing. It's still an ongoing monologue in his head. Like he he's always thinking about um, ways to kind of stop his visions from coming true. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, good point. But like you're saying, it's not a. Uh, it's not something he's like actively trying to stop either. No. He kind of just allows things to flow. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, and I, I do think it's interesting. I, I think even though, obviously, if it, if it does end in Chani's death, like, he doesn't, obviously he doesn't want that. But 
he does seem to have a lot of uh, resentment or like guilt, internalized guilt, um, with all the consequences that um, that have occurred from his ascension to the throne, and that's kind of where this chapter ends too, where uh, eventually Paul's just like, "All right, I've had enough of this shit, Edric." Sightails uh, with him too. Sightails says like something kind of snarky, and Paul's like, "Okay, got to keep an eye on that Sightail guy." Mm-hmm. All right, um, who we who we don't know is a face dancer. You know, it, it doesn't seem like that. No one's Paul doesn't mention like you know that yeah, he has Paul, knowledge Paul of that. Not aware of that, right? So so at least Sightails still keeping his, uh, you know. I guess his powers hidden. I think it's funny that he keeps using the same name. Like everyone knows he's Sightail, you know. Yeah, like, I know. Is he's, he gonna? He's not trying to hide. Like right look now. totally different, and they're like, "That's that's Sightail." Um, <laughs> but anyways, and then um, Paul has Corba bring in all these old uh, video things, whatever from from ancient Earth. And uh, we learn about Genghis Khan and Hitler. Yes, this is interesting. This is this the first reference to our Earth. I mean, the first ex- explicit reference. If if we are excluding the glossary from the first okay, book, okay, sure, yeah, yes, mm. <laughs> it's the first the narrative glossary. reference. Yeah, yeah, it's the first narrative reference. And I mean, this is not like related to that, but also something we didn't, we haven't brought up um, yet throughout the the, the, this book is um, there have been a lot more references to um, them kind of uh, abolishing like technology, or yes, or like AI technology computers, and them fighting fighting you know against that, and then. um, just just like three or four references here and there, and I feel like there weren't even as many in the first book. Um, yeah, at all. Like, it, it's, I, it's, right? I'm struggling to think what they were in the first book because we didn't put all those pieces together until we were done with Dune, yeah. and we read the fucking uh, the the excerpts yep. or the uh, appendix, exactly, the appendices yeah. or whatever. Like, uh, that that wasn't. Like, maybe if we thought more about it, we could infer that, but it was not explicitly made clear. And you're yeah. right, that in Dune Messiah, not only has it been spelled out, but several times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I th- I thought it was... So that, it seems to be more relevant to the plot here. It, it seems, yeah, it's more relevant to the plot, but also I feel like it, it connects us more. Like, it, it's, it fosters more of a connection to our real world than the first one did like like at this point we yeah we we feel like yeah this is our distant distant future whereas like the first book it kind of felt like oh this is either this could be like our distant future or it's like a fantasy universe but now that this is actually like we know really this is meant to be our universe in the in the the far future Um, yes so yeah i i this 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 um scene with with him and uh Stilgar um talking about the dictators the great dictators of uh 
uh, what do they call it? The golden age or something? The golden age of Earth? Yeah, the golden age of Earth. Yeah. Um, I... If, if this is really the golden age of Earth, it's... Uh, I, I'll be very sad. But anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He, he references Genghis Khan and Hitler and kind of um, lists how many people they've each killed. And then we learn yeah. that that Paul that the people that have died or been killed in Paul's name is far far higher than than both Genghis Khan and Hitler. I, I think it's sixty one billion. Sixty one billion. Yep, yep. And even more people dislocated and and and, and planets uh, conquered. Yeah, I thought that was a huge bomb to drop because yeah. it immediately gives a very real statistic. And I think you're right to point out too, like when we think of uh, like, you know, prolific, horrible uh, leader murderers, like sure, Genghis Khan, Hitler, why the fuck not? Mm -hmm. Like we have these real world examples of people that we consider to be absolutely heinous. And now... The main character of our book is pretty much, it's like you thought he was Space Jesus. No, this is Space Hitler. Yeah. He's killed 61 billion people. And I mean, in one line. Yep. He's the protagonist. He's the the good guy you've been following since the beginning of the first book, uh, like over like like a thousand pages ago, you know, like. Yeah. So it's, it really is crazy. It's, it's, um. Yeah, it, it it's it's a slap in the face and makes things a lot more interesting and and kind of makes you feel like oh maybe Irland Edric Sytale maybe they're in and the Reverend Mother maybe they are maybe they're the good guys here. Yeah, no, true. I I think it's worth considering that uh, we should that we shouldn't be rooting for Paul. Um, yeah. And it's it's annoying because like Paul also does not want sixty one billion people dead, you yeah. know. Um, and he also does feel like tremendous personal guilt and responsibility for all of that. Um, but but you're right that he he has this surrendering habit. It's almost like he kind of he's like, hey, listen, I hear you, you know. Yeah. I, he he's like, I'm right there with you guys. 61 billion people that is awful but you know what can you do he you know? like what, what what can you do you know like he's like a yeah. mixture of joe biden and hitler yeah yeah haven't we always said that about paul <laughs> since the from very the beginning, beginning. <laughs> the very beginning yep yep yeah uh so it does seem like i it, you know here's how i feel about it it's weird um because we already knew there was a jihad, and we already knew that like countless planets. I mean, like the scope of this universe has expanded so much. Before it was like just talking about like the galaxy. I feel yeah. like, and now it's like the known universe. Like yep. truly, every every meaningful planet <clears throat> has been touched in some way by this jihad in the universe, yep. according to the book. That's its language, and. Um, like, even though it, like, says it all like that, you're like, yeah, that's bad, but, like, I get that this has grown into something that 
you know, is beyond Paul and is probably too hard for any one person to try and stop the, the train that's out of control, right? And then Paul starts talking about Hitler and how he's killed 61 billion people to Hitler's yeah. fucking measly 6 million. Mm. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Paul, what have you done to try and stop this? What I have you done? It seems like, you could have, <laughs> it seems like he could, if, if he's so upset by that number... He's had like twelve years to uh, to to kind of rein it in a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, who like? We, there's a lot of questions. Who are they killing? What is happening? What What does this jihad look like? Yeah. Like. It wh- seems. What like... are these armies like? What are they doing? Are they Are they just space Vikings? You know. Yeah, it seems like they're like um you know, crusaders, you know, they're they're spreading the word and influence. If you don't believe in, in the... Wadib, then you die. Yeah, right. I think it's exactly that. Yeah. And you know, the universe is a big place. I mean, sixty one billion people in the scope of the universe is probably not even that bad. If you think about all the people that uh, they haven't killed, yeah, Corba, um, Corba seems pretty. He's like, hey, you've brought light and and influence to all the people, and blah blah blah. And Paul's like, no, okay, you know, fuck your delusions. Yeah, I'm a horrible person, and I'm responsible for the deaths of 61 billion people and counting. Yeah, um, and so like, yeah, you you get that he's. He's beating he's he's beaten up about it, but uh, th- yeah, there's been no action. Mm-hmm. There's been no action, and that's tough. It, yeah, we're 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 in a tough spot. It's it's gonna be um, I, it's yeah, it's gonna be different from now on. Us and Paul, yeah, things, things have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very very drastically, and I think I mean, you're we, exactly right to point out. We sorry, always. Go ahead. We always knew this was going to be a possible. This is a, a possibility of 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 us kind of uh, losing Paul to the dark side, right? <laughs> He's like Luke if it if if he actually went through with it and uh, yeah, in turn, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, no. So um, yeah, I I, I think th- this chapter was a very hard one to leave off on, and 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 wait a week to. Uh, to resolve yeah it was it, it feels like it makes you want to read more because you're yep. like you know paul do you have more to say for yourself as if it would matter like I, I don't i mean nothing nothing you could say or do could could reconcile that but uh no it's there there are a lot of uh a lot of question marks and a lot of blanks to fill in i i have to say um mainly the jihad and the incest right now are the <laughs> yeah. two, two the two big ones for me right now but there's yep. there are there's plenty more than that um so agreed yeah i uh, i don't know I, I don't know how this is going to go i really don't is paul going to somehow re- i mean he like at this point it's it's cr- kind of crazy cuz like he's beyond redemption Yes, With sixty-two billion deaths in his name. You cannot redeem yourself after that. So, 
the yeah, options are so the options are he dies, he somehow goes into hiding and leaves behind this life, or he just leans into being super hyper evil. Paul, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. This is just how. This, this is who I am. I accept it. I give up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'll be. It's honestly, if he does leave leave this life behind and like him and Chani or what you know. If Chani's dead, then it, you know what his escape plan works somehow. I will be yeah. surprised, and I'll be proud of him because this will be the first time he actually like changes something. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, he he so far has talked about feeling, you know, tethered to this life. That obviously he does want to like pack it all up and leave yeah. but he he feels like his prescience kind of paralyzes him mm-hmm. because it feels like it, it gives him the knowledge that him leaving will do more harm than good yeah in a situation that's already caused uh you know irreparable universal harm mm-hmm. so um yeah right it's not like quite like feeling sorry for him but i I don't know. Um, I think that I think that part of what will happen for him to make amends uh, in some small way, I think that might also be all wrapped up in part of you know that terrible decision that he's going to have to make that may or may not be related to Johnny's death. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I, I think he'll be an active participant. Like it, it's not so much even just something that he has to let happen. I think it's something that like he sees himself doing. Yeah, perhaps you know. Mm, what I, mean? I think you're right. Uh, like even if he were the one to kill Chani or something, like if somehow that had to be what had to happen to stop the jihad. Yeah, that he's like weighing if he could do that, and I I feel like he, I feel like he might, which. Yeah, like you're saying, that's not redemption, but it's. I, I I think it's what he would do for his own personal redemption, even if it doesn't absolve him of his sins. Yeah, I mean, it it would be both inner and outer peace. You know, it would like I don't know, but yeah, it's like one human versus billions of other people. So it's 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 yeah. the the age old question, right? The age old. Uh, um, yep. Conundrum. Yeah. Anything anything else about these chapters or or things you want to mention you think might or or could happen in uh the rest of this here book? No, I don't think so. I think uh yeah, I just I there's tons of possibilities. I don't know what's going to happen. Um most of the possibilities are not good. So um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited and nervous to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I I don't know, man. I do not know. I just I personally hope there's more like like uh hand languages and like like mm. just like just just like different uh weird languages we find out do you know if there's yeah just like people humming at each other humming, and shit and... Nose. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah i hope we find more braille leaves 
Yeah. Yeah, it's been too long. It has been. I agree. We we need uh we need some some more shit. Honestly, why do people even talk in Dune? You know? Good question. Why why even fucking talk? That's a great question. And you know, I, I think it's a an, an apt point to leave off on. Let's stop talking. Uh, <laughs> so Connor, I'm gonna leave it up to you to uh to to plug stuff to say your your piece. Yes. Well you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Corrupts TV. You can email us you can email us for the podcast at DuneDudespod at gmail.com. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe us on iTunes. Um, that would be cool. I think that would be cool. I don't know. No one's ever really done it before. So it, if, if, if you're the first, you get a special prize. Yeah, um, you could be the first. Let us know. First. Email us if you do it. You do yes, get a prize. You do get a prize. That's real. We're That's saying, real. It's a real prize. It is. We're not saying what it is because it's, it's also a surprise. Not only is it a prize, yeah. it's a surprise as well. Um, and Connor, I'll, you know, until next time. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, tune, tune in to find out if Aaliyah and Paul fuck each other. Oh boy. <laughs>